0: Hi, this is Peter Bergen, and welcome to Monday, January 9th. Boy, where has the year gone? 2011, your daily Radio Free Oz podcast. And I was just battered this weekend by GOP debates. I live tweeted the first one, second one, I just couldn't get up for emotionally or in the morning. Seems a few few things went down. I'll let you know all about it. But here's how it started for me before it all began. This was my pre-show audio clip. Hi, this is Peter Bergman, and welcome to the live tweeting and live audio blogging of the 14th GOP debate. This is taking place today in New Hampshire. I'm live tweeting during the debate itself on the Oz Network. So that's how that you follow Oz Network. I'll also be doing audio bits during the commercials and also tweeting those out and uh, posting them on the Peter Bergman Facebook page and the Oz Network Facebook page. So here we go. What's going to happen tonight? Are they going to pile on Mitt? Mitt's got a big lead in New Hampshire. And uh, he did win by eight votes, you know, in Iowa. I like John McCain congratulating him on his landslide victory in Iowa. And then while Mitt is giving his stump speech, there's McCain checking his watch. A little bit later, he made one of those great spoonerisms in which he told the crowd that President Obama would make things better. Well, you know, senior moments. In any case, will they pile on Mitt? Mitt. Will they pile on Ricky Santorum, the altar boy who is surging? It's very much like uh, something you'd read in a bodice ripper. She could see through the blinds that he was surging. And who is going to do the dirty work? Will it be Newt? Hmm? Are we going to get nice Newt? Are we going to get dirty Newt? Or are we going to get a combo thereof? You know, there's there's a whole bunch of right-wing um, Ayatollahs meeting in Texas soon, including the Antichrist, James Dobson, and all of his myrmidons. I would like to be a fly on the ceiling there, except I'd probably die from the toxic fumes. I mean, ooh. In any case, they're thinking about getting together and asking everybody who isn't Romney to get behind some candidate they determine at this point who can beat him. Anything but the not Romney. So. Rick Santorum may have to stand up to some serious questioning about some of the loony things he's been saying recently. And then you've got hmm, Ron Paul. How's Ron Paul going to make an impression? Well, I think he ought to just cop out and go back to the old newsletters and start telling us about the great 9-11 conspiracies and how African Americans are subhuman. And it's stuff like that. It'll make an impression. And then you got Rick Perry. You know, who said, yes, I'm going to stay on through South Carolina, where he's polling right now at 5%. Well, there he is, uh, Mr. Goodhair. We'll see what happens tonight. He's been tough on on Mitt before. He has no reason not to be tough on him tonight. And there's John Huntsman, and I think John Huntsman, in order to prove to us that he's alive and gain some traction, should do the debate in Mandarin. First of all, no one else will know what he's talking about, so they can't jump on him. And some people in China are really going to enjoy it. You know, he could be saying in Mandarin, you are all absolute idiots, you don't believe in science, and you're ruining the Republican Party. And they could say, what did you say, John? He said, very glad to be here with all my distinguished colleagues. In any case, I think it's going to be a Brook. I really do. I can't say I'm going to miss Michelle Bachman, except for those wild-eyed, God is talking in my ear's eyes. I mean, uh, there was something to that. But here we go, and this time they're going to give Rick plenty of chance to talk. So, follow us on OZ Network. I'm also going to be posting the audio, besides tweeting it out, I'm also going to be posting the audio on the Peter Bergman and OZ Network Facebook pages. So stay with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, so far, it wasn't the bloodbath I thought it was going to be. I, was re- I really wanted extreme debate sports. But you could see that the tension was building, and I have to watch these guys. These six garden gnomes have the best chance besides the great not me of leading this extraordinary nation. It's enough to keep you up at night. Okay, here's my rant after 40 minutes into the debate. Well, here we go. I thought it was going to be more of a Donnybrook than it's been thus far, but hey, Newt finally took out after Paul and called him a liar. They're still holding off uh, savaging Romney. There's There's a lot of feeling around up on stage just how brutal they can get. Perry has got nothing to say. I mean, he is on life support. Santorum appears to be Much more, appears to be, much more reasonable than he actually is. They're going to get into the uh, area of gay rights in just a second, and that could blow things wide apart. Romney, the advantage that Romney has, even though he knows how to line, he knows how to shuffle, he knows how to flip-flop, He just looks more presidential. I know that's bizarre, but he looks more presidential. John Huntsman, who's the smartest man on stage and probably the best equipped to be president by magnitudes, is, has zero. I mean, minus charisma. There's something about that man that immediately puts you to sleep. He's more interesting when you see clips of him talking Chinese. One, because it's kind of fascinating, and two, because you really don't know what he's saying. The man uh, just, he's missing half the job. If you could take kind of Perry's general charisma and kind of, you know, and you take a little bit of Newt's fire and uh, maybe add in a few positions that Paul has that are dead spot on and, you know, kind of sew them on to John Huntsman, you'd have a super candidate. But right now, he ain't, it appears, going nowhere. Newt? Newt is angry. You can see he's beginning to boil. It's going to be very interesting to see what goes down. And if they really start jumping on Mitt, he may crack. Let's wait and see. So we waited, and we saw. Okay, things have got a little hotter. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm not a great fan of Newt Gingrich, but he certainly does have more of a historical take on things than anybody else on that stage. I mean, Perry doesn't belong there. He is a total doofus. He won't last. He has no sand and no brains. Romney is just slick. He really is. He's a true slickster. He's Mr. the Slickster. He really won't engage. And then you've got Ron Paul, who half the time is spot on, and half the time is in libertarian outer space, where there aren't like, you know, 350, 380 million people living in this country. There's 38 people who can take care of themselves. Santorum is a witless hawk. He wants us to go in and help the Iranian people overthrow the government. This man is dangerous, truly dangerous, because he is an ideologue. He's a simple-minded ideologue. So who does that leave? Well, let's see. Ron Paul's half right half the time, and the rest of the time he's a wackoid. Newt Gingrich, I, like, I hope he just jumps further on these people. Um, I got a feeling, the way he's responding to Santorum, that he does see something happening where the people out of Texas will get together with him and make them a deal they can't refuse. And he may step aside for Santorum. Actually, he's done what he needs to do. He's raised his um, book his book sales, and he's raised his speaking price, right? So he can go out and buy more sparklers for his moon doll. Then um, after that, basically, you got John Huntsman. And Huntsman is smart, and he wants to speak the truth and get things straight. It's right, but... He's putting me to sleep. Somebody has got to give him some speed. Absolutely. Give him half a black widow. I don't care what it takes, but the man has got to start getting interesting and nervous. So I, 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 the thing that also bothers me here, and it's happened time and time again in these Republican debates, is that there's no compassion. Now, I will say that uh, Mitt Romney does want... Uh, homosexuals to be able to have loving relationships, and he'd like to grant them some rights. His whole take on marriage is because he's sucking up to the right-wing base. So there was that feeling, and Gingrich feels the same way. So that was the high compassion level. Everything else was completely... Nobody is talking about structural unemployment. Nobody is talking about the terrible, bad health in this country. Nobody is talking about all of the, the... The structural sickness of America in 2012. It's as if we lived in almost a problem-free country. No, there is a problem that they all agree on. It's that Barack Obama is president. And if we just get rid of Barack Obama, all of our problems will be solved. Dangerous and dull. I'll be back soon. Okay, I've had my wish at last. John Huntsman started debating in Mandarin. And they never even gave him a chance to translate what he was saying. They were so gobsmacked by this man suddenly speaking Chinese. To me, it's the high point of this debate. All of a sudden, John Huntsman came alive, but he had to do it in another language. And these people are up there talking about an America that is going to hell in a handbasket because of Barack Obama. You can see what the 2012 election is going to be all about from the GOP side, regardless of who runs, which is, if we don't stop the not-me-now, we're going to become a European socialist nation. That's what, uh, <laughs> that's what Gingrich came up with. What, is he talking about health care? I mean, really, if we make health care afford- and no pre-existing conditions, and my daughter can be in my plan until, until she's 25, and uh, the insurance companies have to spend 85% of the premiums on actual health care. on and on. The fact that Obama, under Obama's administration, we have doubled the amount of uh, renewable energy coming off of federal lands, and it's growing, on and on. These people are such stooges, but again, I gotta tell you, Here that Mandarin just made my day. Well, yes, all that Chinese chit-chat did make my day because there wasn't much else to be excited about. Rick Perry kind of raised a few eyebrows by saying he wants to go back into Iraq. Because he said the Al-Qaeda will be there, and at, at the Iranians, excuse me, they're the new boogeyman, will be there at the speed of light. I'm surprised he even knows the term speed of light. Why? In the time it took me just now to say speed of light, I could go from here in Los Angeles to the State House in Texas four times. And I've been there, and once is enough. Okay, they fooled me. It went short. Here's my wrap-up. Well, they had me fooled the dogs. I thought there was another 15 or 20 minutes of yammer, 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 yak, yak. Let's not talk about anybody who makes less than a million dollars a year because God has turned his face from them. But no, it's all over. I guess people have to get to bed real early so they can get up tomorrow morning and do a 9 o'clock debate. That's 6 o'clock Pacific Coast time. I won't be there. No, I'm not going to follow up on this one because I can't imagine anything else that these garden gnomes have to say. It may be the best. They may start breaking down and getting really goofy and say some extraordinarily weird things, but I can always record those sound bites and and put them on Radio Oz. But what did we really hear tonight? This was really supposed to be one of them jump on sessions. But, you know, they get really rude uh, when they're away from each other. They're really cowards. I mean, they're so hard on each other. You're a liar. You're a t- uh, Santorum called Obama a traitor. Newt Gingrich called Mitt Romney a liar, and on and on. But when they get together, it's all kind of like, well, somebody may have said that in an ad that I produced. I didn't say it. Well, gee, really? Um, no, I didn't write those newsletters. I'm not even sure I'm here. And on and on. So what's the takeaway from this? Rick Santorum actually did himself. A real service. He didn't say much at all, except that he wants to basically bomb Iran and uh, make sure that Roe v.ersus Wade is overturned, et cetera, et cetera. But he looked good. Didn't have his sweater vest. He's going to go back to the sweater vest when he goes on the road because that's like Uncle Rick. Let's sit down and let's have a uh, you know fifteen minutes of meaningless blather. Uh, you know Mitt Romney. He held his cool. That's all he's got to do. I don't know if the right wing will ever elect that man. They hate him. But he held his own. Ron Paul, you know something? It was good to have Paul there. The only one that stood up and talked about the fact that African Americans take longer sentences for the same drugs and where the wars are wrong. I mean, if you took out the wacky part of old Paul, he'd be a real solid left progressive. Okay, that's why... Ralph Shudder Nader said, well, there might be able to put like a Ron Paul Nader kind of coalition together. Spare me from both of them. Rick Perry is toast. He is totally toast. The man can hardly put a sentence together. The only time his eyes light up is when you say energy. Because then he starts seeing oil and oil dollars. And if I was part of the Antichrist group gathering there on that, what, Presley's Ranch or Presler's Ranch in in uh, Texas with, you know, Dobson, etc., and all the other dark forces, I think I would get behind Santorum. I mean, Gingrich is is a smartass, but that's what he is. He's a smartass. I could imagine them imagining, for example, a Santorum-Gingrich ticket where Gingrich would go out and be the smart—he'd be the pseudo intellectual attack dog, just what they mean. And Mister, you know, Mister Sweater Vest would basically go out there talking about values. He'd get wiped. I mean, the man would have trouble carrying anything except the very, very reddest of the red. But still, you know, he—he's not a flip flopper. He's a straightforward, arch conservative. That's all there is to it, you know. If you want to go that way, well, that's fine. But at least you know what he's talking about. Have I forgotten anybody? Gingrich. You, you got Santorum, and you got you got Romney, and you got Huntsman. John Huntsman. He went into Mandarin. He should have stayed in Mandarin. He's going hing ching 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 wing. It really did sound like ching 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 ching. It really did sound like a uh, you know a uh, <laughs> a cash register. And they all just looked around for a second, and they just couldn't believe it, and and he stopped. And they just turned the conversation somewhere else. John, if you continue to debate, hit him with as many Mandarin aphorisms as you possibly can. On Monday, we are um, introducing the first in our cartoon series, East Wing. This is Peter Bergman telling you it's going to be all right, and we're going to get through this thing together.